Hello and welcome to livealittlehigher.com. We continue learning the gate, uh, the gate of love of God from Hovos Halevavot, Duties of the Heart by Rabbi Bahia Ibn Pakuda. And we're in chapter three of this chapter. And so today Rabbi Bahia asks, what is the way to love God? Okay, we know what type of love, but how do we get to love Hashem? And he says, in response that this quest becomes possible for the seeker only after many preliminaries, once these preliminaries have been achieved, love of God, may he be exalted, will emerge from, from them. And one who aims for it directly, however, will not be able to reach it. So, you know, many people say, I love God. I love God. I met this lady this week and she says, I love God so much, but she doesn't keep anything. So, okay, she loves him in her own way. I'm not saying she doesn't love God, but what this, this book is teaching us is that there's two ways of love. One way of love is I love you. I love the way you make me feel when I'm with you or you I love. It's two very different types or levels of love. So I love you is about how you make me feel. And then you I love is not about how you make me feel, it's how, how I make you feel. It's two different things. So here he says the following are the preliminaries which the believer must realize within himself before achieving love of God. So he says there's two forms of wholehearted devotion two forms of humility, and two forms of self-accounting, and two forms of reflection. So the two forms of wholehearted devotion are, one, wholeheartedly acknowledging the Creator's unity, which is that you acknowledge that Hashem is everything. This is, this is one of the ways to love Hashem, is when there's nothing apart from God, everything is God. And the second one is wholeheartedly devoting all acts to God, name and serving Him for His glory sakes alone. So when you do things for Him, you're not doing for Him expecting anything in return. You're doing for the sake of heaven, you're doing for Leshem Shamaim, you're doing for Hashem to bring honor to Him. So the two forms of humility are, one, humility before God, may He be exalted, which is, you know, you're gonna pray, remember who you're standing in front, you're in a synagogue, remember where you are. This is a form of, of humility. And then the second one is humility before the God-fearing and His elect. So it's like uh, having fear of Hashem, Yira Shamaim. And uh, that, that you were humble enough to say, okay, if I'm separate from Hashem, I'm nobody, like I'm done. And so the two forms of self-accounting are, one, an accounting with oneself of one's indebtedness to God for his constant favors. Like to say, okay, if I really would sit down and say what I deserve, I would be ashamed because Hashem gives me much, much more than what I really deserve. He gives me much more than what I really deserve. Like if I would put in a table what I deserve, I would be ashamed. And the second one is an accounting with oneself as how God puts one's sins out of sight. And this is unbelievable because really, imagine Hashem turns his face so many times on things that we do wrong, like he, he lets it pass, he lets it pass, he lets it pass, and he gives you 100,000 chances to get it right. And, and this should give a person, um, you know, uh, uh, look who I'm standing in front. And the two forms of reflection are, 
reflecting on the experiences of the ancients by studying the books of the prophets and the words of early ones peace be upon him as they say remembering days of old i meditate on all that you did and this is the healing and actually we're reading now the book of Bereshit, the book of Genesis, which is really the family book of the Jewish people. It starts with, uh, with Adam and Eve and Noah and Abraham, Isaac, Jacob and the, the, the 12 tribes. And we see everything they went through and how they managed things and how they dealt with things. It's remembering that. And really it's a blueprint for our lives because everything they went through, we're going through again. And how they acted with them, we have to learn from that. And then the second reflection is reflecting on the world, on the wonders one sees in God's creations. In this book, I, I have set forth to the best of my ability, general guidelines on this theme. And this should suffice one who understands the names for what will lead to this deliverance and salvation in this world and the next. So yes, to be a person, that reflects, that has an eye, that sees, look how beautiful Hashem makes every morning, every sunrise, every sunset, when it rains it's beautiful, how the birds eat from the trees and how He gives food to every creation and how He sustains the world at every instant and the, and the, and the sun rises always from the east and sets on the west and it never goes the other way. And, and when you reflect on the grandiosity of creation, you come to really, you come to really love Hashem because it's such a kindness He did for us. And when He has manned all these preparations and added to them as abstinence from this world's pleasures and desires, when He grasps the Creator's majesty, power, and exaltedness, He comprehends His own unimportance, insignificance, and inconsequence, and then recognizes that the Creator's great goodness towards Him and His abounding grace towards Him, the believer's love for God will then follow. So when you see how Hashem really takes care of every little thing in the world and takes care of you. Every day that you open your eyes and you are alive and you're breathing and you can, you can breathe. It's just, a, Hashem is telling you, I need you here. I need you in this world. I love you. And this should give us love for Him. And we, and we should love Him with all his heart and with all his genuine purity of soul and he will yearn for him with vigor favor and ardor aching to what it said like at night i yearn from you with my whole being and this is yeshayahu so not only we should love god but we should yearn for him we should feel that that we can get enough of him and that we're not complete without without him so our so the most powerful means at your disposal for reaching the lofty levels are absolute awe of god profound dread and fear of his presence and commandments and keeping always in mind that he observes your secret and your open life your inner and outer self and he guides you you know he knows everything about you everything he created you he made you so he knows everything about you. And, and not only that, he observes you and he takes care of you and he protects you and he takes and he guides you. He shows you the way. Sometimes we don't want to listen. We turn around, we go the other way. But Hashem is telling us which way to go. And he has compassion for you. And he knows your past and future deeds and reflections, open as well as private. And he stands by you and he draws you near. Hashem loves everybody everybody he loves everybody like an only child and when we reflect on this and we recognize this truth then we how can you not love him
how can you not love Hashem? So for all these, you will be irresistibly, irresistibly drawn to Him in your heart and in your innermost being with a pure heart and perfect faith, and you will bind yourself to His love and take courage in His compassion and great pity and mercy. You will then not associate love of anything else with love of Him. Like everything in the world is going to be connected to God. The way you dress, the way you eat, the way you treat people, everything has is going to be part of your relationship with Him. And He will not observe your fearing anything else together with your fear of Him. And when He talks about fear, it's a fear of not being close to God. The only fear we should have is that we, we're not close to God. We feel far away from Him. And He will be your companion when you are alone, and He will dwell with you in your deserts. A place full of people will appear to you as though it were not full, and a place that is empty will appear as if it were not empty. You will not be depressed when people are gone, nor distressed in their absence. Rather, you will ever rejoice in your God and exult in your Creator, and seek His favor and long to meet Him as it says, let the righteous rejoice in God and take refuge in Him. And the, as the prophet said, Yet I will rejoice in Hashem, exalting the God of my salvation. And David, peace be upon him, said, God is my light and my salvation, whom, I should, whom should I fear? So I wish you a blessed week. And remember, live a little higher. Thank you. Thank you.